Hi, I'm Brett Larkin. Welcome to the Yoga Hacks podcast. And today I'm talking about hanging upside down like a monkey in the yoga trapeze, which is something I've casually posted about. And there seems to be a lot of interest in just learning more about how passively inverting can help your health, be good for your spine. So I wanted to put together some more information about this in the form of a podcast just to get the conversation going and answer a lot of questions that I've been seeing um, in our private Facebook group, on Facebook, and on YouTube as well. Using the yoga trapeze has really transformed my low back and healed my low back pain in a way that I'm just so excited about and I want to talk a little bit about the science behind this first. The trapeze is great for opening the upper body as well as well as doing core work but let's focus on back pain first just because this is an issue that affects a lot of people and it was definitely my number one pain point when I came to this product and decided to start experimenting it with it and checking it out. So usually back pain is caused by some form of compression. So there's lots of different reasons why you might have back pain, but usually it always stems from the fact that there's some kind of compression going on between the vertebra and your spine. So either they're kind of squishing onto one another and pinching a nerve, or perhaps one of the discs is degenerating slightly or bulging, or you might even have a herniated disc. You could also have a thinning disc. So what, what this means is just there's a lot of things that, um, like when you're sitting all day or maybe you have an injury, contribute to your back just being compressed, like the vertebra being squished on top of one another when they should have more healthy space between them. And when you think about it, just the easiest way to regain that space is through traction, right? Very simple. And traction, hopefully we all know what traction means, but in this case for your back, it would mean hanging upside down, right? So that your vertebrae that are stacked on top of each other all day or maybe compressed or maybe degenerating or maybe just unhappy because you sit a lot, um, that you take your whole spine in the opposite direction. And I really think of it um, sort of like, oh gosh, I'm going to talk about donuts on a healthy yoga podcast, so I'm sorry. But I think of it like donuts um, where, you know, if you squish a donut down, I think of those donuts with the jelly filling, right? If you squish a donut down, it'll, it'll be flat like a pancake. And that might be what's happening in your spine right now um, in the, the discs. And if you, you know, hold the donut upside down, right, like it could be long and full and maybe like two inches long, like a full donut. And a herniated disc is actually when like the donut is smashed and then the jelly filling uh, punctures and starts seeping out of the donut. That actually is what a herniated disc looks like. So anyway, we want plump, healthy discs and... Um, again, I'm sorry to talk about donuts, but you want your donut to have a lot of air in it and be big and fluffy. So when you hang upside down, you're basically just enabling the discs in your spine to go in the opposite direction. So gravity is actually your friend for a change and helping your spine naturally lengthen and get longer. So of course, yoga offers us inversions, headstand, for example, and handstand, and those take you upside down. However, 
there are a couple problems, or I had a couple problems with, with these things. So for headstand, I think headstands puts a lot of unnecessary risk on your cervical spine, which is your upper spine right behind your neck. A lot of small, fragile bones up there. And, you know, even when you're doing headstand perfectly, you're, you're not supposed to be putting weight on your head, but you always end up having a little bit of weight at the top of your head. And especially if you have some degenerating discs or maybe you're older or maybe you're, you're just like me and you're very risk adverse. You don't want to be putting unnecessary pressure on your very delicate cervical spine. Um, headstand just isn't that awesome. I love doing headstand to feel my body aligned upside down and I like practicing it occasionally near a wall, but it's not something that I'm going to hang out in and, you know, chill in headstand for like 20 plus minutes. And the reality is is that in headstand gravity's helping you, right? So you're getting the the benefit of being upside down and, you know, flushing uh your organs with like fresh blood and there's a lot of good things happening, but it's not traction so much, right? Because what makes the yoga trapeze really cool, which we'll talk about in a minute, is that it straps behind your low back in such a way and then you're hanging, literally weightless, hanging there's no floor underneath you, so you're just completely hanging weightless in the air. That makes it really special. So there's a lot of great things about headstand. It builds strength. It helps you find your core. It helps you find a new sense of alignment in your body, but it's not someplace I want to stay for really more than five minutes ever. It's not something I feel comfortable doing all the time. I think it has unnecessary risks on my neck, and it's not really true traction. Um, Same thing with handstand, right? Again, it's great to be upside down. It's great to do handstand and build upper body strength. I'm not going to stay in handstand or handstand at the wall for more than five minutes. And again, I think a lot of benefit that you get from the yoga trapeze is that you get to be upside down for such a long amount of time without putting any pressure on your joints. So even in handstand, right, you're putting pressure on your wrists. Again, I think it's great to practice these inversions. It's just, it's not the same as tractioning your body and hanging weightless upside down, which is what the yoga trapeze really um, enables. So I just wanted to clarify that. So what is cool about the trapeze is that you basically the thick strap goes behind your low back. And when you flip upside down, and this is something that I didn't really see explained in any of the YouTube videos about the trapeze online, and I do want to let you guys know that me and the yoga trapeze folks filmed a whole video series of me using the trapeze and talking a lot about details of what made the the tool really work for me, because at the beginning, I didn't really get it. I was like, hmm, this is kind of cool. I'm not really feeling it. And then by doing some sort of Pilates-esque and uh, tailbone lengthening and little subtle things that I started playing with, it all of a sudden was just expanding and expanding and expanding. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, my low back is, is being healed by this. This is amazing. This is incredible. So there is a tutorial coming on YouTube. I think it's going to be a series of actually seven videos or six or seven videos in which I show you all the ways I use the trapeze and also do a lot of detailed cueing because that was another thing I noticed with a lot of the YouTube videos on the trapeze that are out there right now is that they just like show you how to get into something, but there there's no cueing at all 
about the energetics going on in your body, like where you should be sending your breath or which way you should be lengthening your tailbone or moving your core. A lot of subtle things that I found when I made those shifts, the trapeze went from like "Hmm, kind of interesting to I have to use this every week. It's changing my life and it's completely healed my low back. So really big difference. So a lot of those details are coming and I will tell you some of them now, but one of the big ones is finding the correct placement of that uh, strap on your low back. Because one of the biggest things I've noticed now, because of course I love the trapeze so much that I'm having students come meet me in the park to play with it and having my mother-in-law do it. I was doing it the whole week of my wedding to de-stress and having all my family members play on it. So the biggest thing I notice when people first start using it is that they are hanging on and they're gripping with their legs when they're upside down because they don't trust the trapeze to fully hold them. So if you're someone who's already got the trapeze and you're working with it, you need to let go in your legs and trust the trapeze to hold you and trust that wide strap behind your low back to kind of hold you in the right position. Because if you're holding with your legs, you're tensing your legs, which is maybe a good leg workout, but probably not even really in that position and you're not allowing the traction to happen. So you really want to be fully held by that thick strap. And um, again, I'll show I'll show in the videos when they come out, but you want that strap to be in a very particular position. And the more you play with the trapeze, the more comfortable you'll get with that strap hitting lower and lower on your low back. And then you want to lengthen your tailbone up to the ceiling, which again, I didn't see any of the instructions on other YouTube videos about the trapeze cue. And when I figured that out, it was mind-blowing life. Again, it really helped traction my low back. And if I didn't think of lengthening my tailbone up towards the sky as I hung upside down with the, with the thick strap holding me behind my seat, I, I didn't feel that much. I really had to add in that element of pulling my abs in and lengthening my tailbone up. And then my low back really started to traction because that thick band behind my seat started to really hold my weight. And then the more you trust the trapeze and let go and get comfortable with it, it will start, the, the band will start sort of slipping, not slipping, but it'll, it'll move down over time to lower and lower Um, places in your low back and that's when it starts to feel really fantastic and then you can do all this stuff with one leg and pigeon to traction just the left side of the low back and just the right side of the low back which I found really helpful and way more profound for me than just tractioning at the center so that's another thing that I show in the videos and if you're not really following along with what I'm saying I'm so sorry because it is hard to visualize without the videos, but videos are coming, videos are coming. But those are just some tips if you're getting started um, or you're just kind of curious about how this whole trapeze thing works. Um, And then another thing that I've been using it for is to open my upper body. And I'm gonna cover in a minute how you can set it up and use it in your home and options for that. I'm gonna cover all of that in this podcast. So um, tractioning your low back is just huge thing number one. And it's to the point now where I really sort of force myself to work with it and do it at least once a week. At least that's what I'm trying to do. And when I first got it, I was doing it every other day or every three days because I was so excited and felt like I was having some really big openings. And I feel like it really opened and changed my low back. And now for me, it's just about maintenance, doing it once a week to keep my lumbar, my low back 
um, tractioned and long. And, you know, your lumbar spine, the bottom section of your spine, is the section that's most susceptible to injury, specifically lumbar discs four and five, L4 and L5. Those are kind of the common trouble areas for most people and the big source of low back pain. And I could see right away that that my lumbar arch, you know, a lot of us are too arched, just really started to flatten out and my rib cage were, was more appropriately over my pelvis and my tailbone was lengthening towards my heels. And even my myofascial release therapist, who I've been working with for years and see on a regular basis, I mean, she was blown away. She bought the trapeze like the next day after she used it with me in the park. Um, she couldn't believe how the arch in my low back had just completely transformed um, using just the traction of hanging upside down, which obviously makes so much sense. You know, I think it's just funny Sometimes the simplest answer is just the most healing one, which is, you know, traction your low back, hang upside down. If your spine is compressed, hang upside down and let it elongate. Um, Just so simple, but really powerful. Um, Across the chest, you can do a lot of things. The trapeze has straps, so you can... Um, really open up the the area that for me gets really tired from doing all my mousing and editing work at the computer, which is right around sort of my deltoid, my armpits, that whole fascial line that runs from around my breast all the way to my elbow and into my wrist. Um, if you do, if you have my Always Be Stretching course, which I hope you do, because it's awesome. If not, check that out on my website. I, I show a lot of how you can counteract computer pain in your upper body and wrist by working with the wall, like a wall in your home, in your office, and stretching out that line. And similarly, the trapeze has been incredible for opening up uh, my upper body so I'm not hunched over and for getting into those areas that are really tricky to access and you can't really access them through a lot of normal yoga postures I found working with the wall or now the trapeze is really the best way or with a myofascial release ball um, again which you can get on my website if you're interested is really the only way to access that um, I call it like all that junk that's again under your armpit you might not even realize how tense and gnarly and Um, kind of bound up a lot of the fascia is from all the forward folding we do all day (laughs) and you know we're a society that reaches forward all the computer work all the driving and for me I know all the mousing in particular lots of little micro movements with my hand that tense up both in my back and again in that area by my deltoid uh, breast underarm area Um, so the trapeze has been absolutely phenomenal for that too, you can also do crunches with it. So you can do upside down crunches with the trapeze, which is probably the best way to work out your core and you know access those really deep abdominal muscles that you pay to access in Pilates. Granted, with the trapeze, you don't have an instructor yelling at you to do it, so you have to really motivate yourself. But assuming you can do that, you really can feel those low, 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 deepest, deepest um, abdominal muscles doing upside down crunches with the trapeze. And then you can also do other upper body strengtheners um, to improve your shoulder strength. Just hopping in and out of the trapeze is great. And then there's tons of things you can do with the straps um, to push yourself up into, they call it flying scorpion or something. Anyway, the, the things you can do are really endless, but the big wins for me are the ability to traction your spine and to be weightless um, instead of in, an, in a traditional yoga inversion. So 
I know the big question here is like, and for me too, when I first heard about this was like, okay, this all sounds great. Where do I actually hang this? You know, I live in an apartment in a city. This doesn't really seem feasible or reasonable. And it's funny because I actually had the trapeze in my storage unit for two years before I actually used it. And now I'm just like, I could have fixed my back pain two years ago. (laughs) This has been in my storage unit this whole time. But I didn't use it just because I didn't know where to hang it. It was really uh, just a big question mark for me. So the best place to hang it if you live in a city, in my opinion, is to go to a park and this is where I became like this sketchy person walking around. I'm lucky because I live near a huge park in San Francisco. So I became the sketchy person who when I was jogging or doing other things outside during the day, I was scoping out all the playgrounds and I was looking for playgrounds that had monkey bars or just a lot of the playgrounds here are kind of broken and abandoned, which is really sad, but it turned out to be kind of good for me because I'd see that you know, oh, there used to be like a a swing set or a zip line thing here for kids and now it's broken or rusted or something like that. So you want to look for something that's um, about as high as monkey bars or a little kid's swing set. Um, A super high swing set I think would be too high. And then I started scoping out the parks and just seeing like, when are the kids not there? And you know, there's not a lot of kids at the playground at 7 or 8 or even 9 a.m. in the morning. Um, which is when I kind of figured out was a good time for me to go. And even if kids are there, it's fine. And usually the parents are like, what are you doing? And can I figure out how to do this too? So, um, so playgrounds are a great option if you live in the city, if you just kind of scope out one near you. For me, I, there's one you know, not that far away. I put the trapeze in a little camelback backpack and I jog to where I'm going to hang. I hang for, I usually do three hanging sessions each 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and then I jog back and that's like a great workout for the day. And I also did all my spine tractioning. So that's my suggestion. If you live in a city, they also have a dorm mount, which is something new that they developed. And it's great because I got to experience this firsthand because my myofascial release therapist who got this as well, because she was so excited about it, got the dorm mount. So last time I was at her house, I got to sort of see that whole setup. You do have to drill it into your door. It's kind of just like a pull-up bar. Um, So hopefully you're handy or you have someone in your life who is who can help you drill it into the door. And um, I liked the door mount when I was at her house. I think it's sort of a last resort, honestly. She even agreed with me, like, if you can do it outside in the park or just somewhere. The issue with the door, there's two issues, is that the... I think if you have a very high door frame and check the site for their measurements and everything, um, if you have a very high door frame, I think it's, it's good. The issue with her house is she had pretty low ceilings and pretty low, um, door frame. So for when I came over, I could hang upside down, but I couldn't do a lot of the fun stuff where I walk my arms forward and get stretching on my upper body as well, just because I'm also really tall. I'm almost five nine. So um, for me, I was like, okay, this would be cool if you want to hang upside down, but it, it sort of limits what you can do unless you have really high door, door frames. <laughs> if you have really high door frames, I think it would work. And if you're not as tall as I am, it would work. Um, work well, work better. 
And the only other con for me with the door frame was that I couldn't, um, you feel the frame on either side of you. So anyway, when I'm at the park, I start to do a lot of things like twisting upside down or even, you know, like letting myself sort of um, just do some big movements that I feel are really helping my fascia release, helping my back release, like walking way forward in space or doing some, again, some big twists. Um, with my hands on the floor and in her house I could see I just couldn't do that because the door frame was just a little restricting and also I was too tall to really do anything but just hang. So again check out your house if you have a high door frame I think the door frame would work well and you can always you know the trapeze is super easy to detach take off set up set up somewhere else you could combo doing in your house and in the park. And I think the most ideal situation for all of those of you who don't live in a city would be to take it and if you have exposed beams anywhere in your house that are high or you have exposed beams in your garage, um, those would be fantastic places to do the trapeze. When I was on vacation for my wedding, there was a house that my now husband's family stayed at and it had a wraparound porch with some exposed wood and beams and it was like so easy and a perfect place to just hang it and then I could do it on the porch outside. So you just need to get creative and just sort of start looking around your space and see where is some place you could hang this and they are great. They keep it very flexible when you get the trapeze. There are ways and they show how you can, so say you have a really high beam, there's a way you can hang the trapeze so it will be lower to the ground for you to sort of compensate for where you're hanging it being too high. Um, so there's a lot of good options. They provide, the, the trapeze is adjustable basically. So assuming you have some exposed beam um, that's tall enough, you, likelihood is that you can adjust the trapeze to be perfect for you. And again, you might like it, like it being a little lower to the ground. I like it being farther off the ground because I like to, again, do all this stretching in my upper body as well. So I hope this answers some common questions that you guys have about the trapeze. And again, know that the video series is coming and I can't wait for it to come out. And again, they uh, are actually editing it. I'm not editing it. So I don't have an exact timeline, but they've told me they're on it. And I think you guys will really love the videos I put together around it when it comes, when it comes out. Because I just go into a lot of detail on energetics and alignment and cueing. And I just didn't see that anywhere else with a lot of the other um, instruction videos on YouTube. Although definitely check out a lot of the stuff that is on YouTube because it'll give you a lot of ideas on how to use the trapeze. There's ways that you can use it where you don't even hang upside down, but just use like put one leg in it and just stretch your psoas that way. Um, so definitely watch as many videos as you can to get ideas for it. And if you do decide to buy the trapeze, definitely go through my website because you can get it for, I think it's $1. You can trial it for 30 days for $1. So what you wanna do is you wanna to go to brettlarkin.com and then I have on the right of my nav bar, I have a thing that says yoga props. Click on yoga props, scroll down, and you'll see the yoga trapeze is listed as the third thing and it'll take you to the $1 trial page. Otherwise, I don't think you have the option to just try it for $1 if you just find it generally through the internet. So make sure to go through my site at brettlarkin.com and I'll obviously also put the link to the $1 trial thing underneath this podcast um, as well so you can easily access it. 
again, definitely not for everyone, but I love it um, for all the reasons I've talked about. In addition, I just think hanging upside down and incorporating inversion therapy and hanging into your life is good for so many reasons. I mean, even if we took away the low back pain and the chest opening and all the core work and things that you can do with it, nix all that. I still think hanging upside down is fantastic because if you're comfortable being upside down, it slows down your heart rate. Um, Obviously, if you're scared being upside down, it will increase your heart rate, but as you get used to it, it slows down your heart rate because your heart doesn't need to pump uh, as much blood to your brain because, again, gravity is helping you because you're upside down. So if you think of your life as measured as a fixed number of heartbeats, um, you're slowing down your heartbeats, which is why ancient yogis and sages like to spend so much time upside down. It gives you a fresh perspective. Again, great for the lymphatic system. Um, And then uh, just on a practical level, again, I think it really helps keep you young. Um, You know, it takes everything in the opposite direction. So it's, you know, adding up 20 minutes or 30 minutes a week that you're doing this over your lifetime. That's a lot of time that you're fighting gravity. So fighting wrinkles and um, sagging skin and all that stuff. So I don't have any proof about that, but I definitely feel it's true and it makes sense to me. So I hope you guys liked this uh, podcast and sorry it took so long to get up and I'm sorry the videos aren't up yet, but of course when the videos are up, I will also post them directly below this podcast so you can access them. So as always, thank you so, so much for listening. Be sure to leave me your comments or additional questions about the trapeze that I didn't answer in the comments below or in our private Facebook group, which hopefully you're a member of. You can join at yogahackscommunity.com, all one word. So it's yoga hacks with an H, H-A-C-K-S, community.com. That'll take you right over to our private Facebook group and I can uh, prove you as a member. You definitely want to get on my mailing list at my site because I email out discounts to cool products like this. Um, I email my free classes as soon as they come out. It's really the number one way I communicate about retreats that I'm doing, like my one in Italy this summer. So you definitely want to check that out on my site as well. And when you're at my site, if you're not on the mailing list, get on it. Um, I don't spam emails. It's just a lot of useful information and free classes. So from my heart to yours, of course, feel free to go deeper with me in the Always Be Stretching course I mentioned where it's all about props, all about yin yoga and stretching throughout our daily life, doing stuff at the wall, doing stuff at your desk, doing stuff in the car. It's a really cool program. You can find that at alwaysbestretching.com if that's something that sounds like a good fit for you. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you in my next podcast. Have an amazing day and from my heart to yours, namaste.